0: Hey there, Juan Morales here, and in today's episode of Smart Distinctions, we're gonna go over something that I think is especially useful for entrepreneurs that are tapping into a new market and they're looking for clients. Now, this is more towards agency owners and service providers, more than really product sellers, but if you really look at an agency and providing your services to whomever it is that you're providing the service to, you're usually gonna find a field of people that are competing for a top spot. Now think of a market. Let's say that you're talking about dentists or you're talking about a plastic surgeon or any of these companies that want to market and they want to provide their own services but they're all competing for clients, right? So here's what happens. Most people, when they decide they want to take their product and they want to put it into the marketplace, they tend to go for the top dog. They want to go to the main person in the market to try to get them to come in. And in a way, it's like creating that VIP client and so on and so forth. But here's what happens and what I've seen in most markets and what I've told my clients to do instead of going for the top dog first. So in most markets, what happens is whoever's leading the pack tends to get complacent. And because they're leading and usually they have their edges already of the things that they've created over time, whether it's some sort of content or they have a YouTube channel, they have some sort of presence or some sort of following that allows them to have a definite advantage over their competition. So what happens is that makes them not hungry for any other solutions because they currently believe they still have the edge. So you don't go for the top dog. You don't go for the number one. What you want to go for is the number two or the number three. And here's a reason why. They have a point to prove. They want to become that top dog. They have already built into what is happening right now in their situation, a competitor they have not been able to overcome. And they have not won against that main person that is at the top of the field. But if you come in and you can make whatever it is that you're selling, become the conduit to them winning, that in itself is probably gonna do 90% of the heavy lifting of your sale. Because think about it, they are way more motivated than number one. Now, here's what happens after. After that number two or number three are using your services and they're getting closer to number one, now number one is starting to get worried because their advantage is not that much of an advantage anymore. Because obviously, and especially if you're strategic about it and you're working with number two or number three, what you're going to realize very quickly is you're going to look at the weaknesses that number one has that maybe their competitors have not seen. And you're going to find a way to make those advantages that number one has irrelevant by changing the game, changing the category, moving the importance in the field to another vector. But at the end of the day. The most important thing is that once they feel that heat from the number two and the number three, now they're ready to go in and acquire services or whatever the thing is, right? Now, here's what I suggest. If you're looking in a field right now, let's say you started your business after the pandemic, don't really have that many clients yet, but you're looking to enter a market and become a player in that market, don't go for number one. Instead, look for number two or number three. Because they have the performance, and they have the funds, let's say, to pay you, but they have this built-in need to beat number one. Number one doesn't have that need. Obviously, to them, it's to remain the champion. But if what's happening already in the marketplace has put them so far ahead of their competition that they don't really see the competition in their rearview mirror, number one is not going to react to anything that you tell them. And no amount of telling them to prepare for the future and so that they can stop any future threats that come in. None of those things really work because people don't think like that. So go for number two. And once you have set your ways into number two and number three, a couple of things can happen. One of them, the more likely one, is that number two takes over the marketplace and you became the person that helped them get there. So think of the testimonial you're going to get. Think of all the client work that you can get from that because you turn a number two into a number one. And this is really a secret to leaping over your competition because your competition is everybody's going to fight themselves to try to get number one and to get the number one person. They're going to throw their prices down. They want that client because they see number one. Don't waste your time with that. Go and work with the competition. And you're going to see that the competition is highly motivated to succeed because they're not there. And as the classic ad that came out for Avis, which is we're number two, so we try harder. So this is why I call this the Avis principle. You don't want to go for number one, forget about it. Not if you're starting, right? If you already have the prestige and number one comes to you, then yes. But if you're going to number one, looking for business and they know they're the prize, what do you think is going to happen? They're going to negotiate very hard on the price point. They know they're the leader in the market. So all these things that are already in place that make it hard to make a deal with them. Conversely, number two and number three are just there waiting for someone to show up and tell them how they can become number one. And if you're that person, you're on a fast track to success, my friend. Till next time, this is Juan Morales signing out. I'll see you on the next one.